You're listening to Karen Swain, teacher of deliberate creation, accentuating the positive, showing you a way to a better life. Accentuating the positive, it's not just bad, it's sanity. Who in their right mind would accentuate anything else? Good morning, you're with Karen, accentuating the positive. I've got the gorgeous Ganga Ashworth in the studio with me. Good morning, honey. Oh, good morning, Karen. It's great to see you again. So great to have you in the studio with us. I might get you to do some singing live on air. Oh, absolutely. Can you do you that? know what I was thinking of as I was driving up here? We've sung together many times, many times. over many years. Yeah. And so I was thinking, uh, Sister, you've been on my mind. Sister, we're two of a kind. So, Sister, I'm keeping my eye. On you. Isn't <laughs> <laughs> she fabulous? This is so true. We used to chant together every week up at Avalon years ago. How many years ago now? Five, six? I don't know. It was a while ago. Eleven. <laughs> it wasn't. A, oh, my God, it was mm. eleven. I know she brought the kids in and I remember her wandering around the Avalon supermarket pregnant. <laughs> and he's eleven. He's sitting here. He's eleven. Time flies when you're singing, doesn't it? It does. It does indeed. <laughs> Time flies. So much fun. When you're having fun. Let me just play I'm going to play, I've played this already this morning. I'm pl- going to play another one of, uh, of uh, Ganga's songs. Have a listen to this. Bridget. Bridget, hearing you calling. Bridget, calling you.
Love it. Love it. So this is off your new CD, which I have here, Karen Ashworth and Louise Bell. You've created Echoes of the Goddess. Yes. Absolutely. Tell us about it. Not so new, but um, it, was a, it was originally commissioned by Jane Hardwick Collings, who does work with the Women's Mysteries and Birth, and she wanted it to, to be representative of music that would support women in pregnancy and birthing. Oh. But what we realised, um, Louise and I, was that it was actually music that people love to relax to. We found... Um, lots of people that do alternative therapies, massage, that sort of thing, love having this CD playing in the background for their clients. We yeah. were quite surprised because it's quite varied, but that seems to be what they enjoy. Yeah, exactly. Look, mm. music is such a therapeutic thing, yeah. both to listen to it and to actually sing. Like singing is just <sighs> the most therapeutic thing. It takes the vibration through your body yeah. and personalises it, calibrates it directly to your body and your body can hear it and respond to it. And we just, you know, when you start to sing, you get that, ah, you know, there's lots of benefits. It hyperoxygenates the blood so you get this big energy boost. Yeah. Um, and it also can be a way into meditation and that really calm, relaxed, still place. So it's rather versatile and a bit delicious as we've found over the years <laughs> together. Yes, that's right. Absolutely, because it takes your mind off your stressful thoughts because when yeah. you're singing you've got to you've got to think about it you know you've got to got to focus you've got to concentrate and oxygenates the body as you say <laughs> don't just sing along to the radio in the car but actually sing like really sing I mean there are plenty of singers out there I think they understand the benefit of singing that's probably why there's so many of them mm -hmm. but it can be used as a transformative tool as you teach because you're a, a facilitator and voice empowerment coach so how do you do that with people well, what I found over the years working with people in a teaching singing context was actually what was exciting was the things that came up that were getting in the way. It wasn't so much about the technique of the voice and the singing of a song and getting it right and all that sort of stuff, although that has its own own beauty and, and achievement about it. But I got really fascinated and was on my own journey of, of personal growth and transformation anyway. That was my passion. And I just got really fascinated by the things that would come up and, you know, the things that would trigger it like words in a song or a part of the voice and then if we actually paid attention and went in there and felt into what was going on in the body listened to the body the information that was there about childhood traumas or the time that you were told to just mime the words in the school choir or there was a, a woman that was saying to me um, she wasn't allowed to be part of the the class play you know all those sort of things that shut us down and shut down our communication and yeah. our expression of our full selves. Yeah. And I went, that fascinates me. I want to know what's in the way and how we can shift that so that we can be who we're here to be. Yeah. Just feel at peace and at ease. Feel at ease in life. Life is easy. I'm at ease. And oh, easeful. I thought easeful. that was a word I made up, but it's actually true. Yeah. It's a real word, easeful, because yeah, ease. it isn't easy often, life, yeah. and singing isn't particularly easy. No. There's a lot to think well, about, multitasking. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it looks really easy when, it's easy when people are up there on stage doing it. It looks easy, yeah, yeah. but I call it the duck concept. You know, there's, there's this lovely swan or duck, you know, swimming beautifully smoothly along the surface, but underneath the legs are going like mad, you know. <laughs> so... Here's the thing, having to sing in front of people brings up all your fear and your terror and oh, your yeah. self-criticism, right? Mm -hmm. But years ago I met this beautiful singer. I was living in Bondi. It's a long time ago now and she was out there singing in bars and pubs and busking and and she you couldn't speak to her. You couldn't hold a conversation with this girl because she was so terrifyingly shy and not confident 
as a person who would have a conversation. But put her on stage with a guitar, she was at home and she was magnificent. Like mm. she would be one of those nightmares to interview because you'd want to interview this magnificent singer and then she couldn't hold a conversation, which I found really it was the complete opposite from me, someone who can blab but would be terrified to be on stage and sing in front of people. So mm-hmm. what's going on there, Karen? Come on, well, coach. <laughs> it's often a really Gunga. common theme. Yeah, Ganga, thank you. Um, it's often a really common theme in the performing arts right. that you're able to take on a persona right. when you step onto stage and you don't have to be yourself right. because it's incredibly revealing and incredibly vulnerable yeah. to um, to speak, to let your voice out there. You can't change it or or protect it or, or erase it. or it, It's out there and done. So that's a really common theme and it's one of the things that I love to work with because I have I've had a number of clients over the years and still do have some that are professional singers and they love to share what they do but they just get so terrified that, that it stops them. Mm. And that's the piece that I work on. What can we do? What can we put in place to make it comfortable, to make it safe for you to go and do what it is that you love? Mm. Mm. So that's where the empowerment comes. You know, mm. it's not not in your way anymore. Singing is one of the most vulnerable things. Oh. It is one of the most vulnerable things. And that you so, can do. yeah, that's so true. It has to have safety about it. It has to have um, a real sense of, of nurturing within you. And one thing I've come to in, in my own journey with my voice is actually uh, enjoying the sound for myself in my own body, feeling the vibration of that, feeling the resonance of that. And that's what I've realised is actually the transformational quality of the voice, Mm, that mm. vibration that we create. Oh, you've got so much to share. I haven't even read your bio yet. We just got straight into it, didn't we? (laughs) Look, I'm trying. (laughs) Bio Schmeyer. Bio Schmeyer. Because I want to talk to you. It says says here that you were on the ABC, you were on uh, Rachel Cohn's show on the ABC, The Spirit of Thing, which is one of those shows which I love because it's, you know, it's in mainstream media and it's it's talking my talk, you know, it's is my conversation. I spoke to Rachel. When did I speak to her? This year I spoke to her actually mm. and uh, we, we chatted about having this sort of conversation in mainstream media. You know, she's she's one of the few that is doing it. And so this is Lakshmi. This is Lakshmi. From Echoes of the Goddess. So we wanted something that was a bit up and abundant. I heard you speaking about <laughs> having an abundant life and Lakshmi is all about abundance and we just loved uh, creating this because it was so um, energetic and it felt like a bit Bollywood. <laughs> A bit Bollywood. <laughs> Lakshmi, have a listen to Here this. she comes. Lakshmi, Lakshmi, Namaha, Lakshmi, Lakshmi. Lakshmi, Lakshmi, Namaha, Lakshmi, Etwaha. Lakshmi, Lakshmi, Namaha, Lakshmi, Lakshmi. Lakshmi, Lakshmi, Namaha, Lakshmi, Etwaha. Lakshmi, Lakshmi, Namaha, Lakshmi, Lakshmi. Lakshmi, Lakshmi, Namaha, Lakshmi, Etwaha. Lakshmi, Lakshmi, Namaha, Lakshmi, Lakshmi. Lakshmi, Lakshmi, Namaha, Lakshmi, Etwaha.
Lakshmi I tell you what, I've got the goddess of love in the studio with me. <laughs> well, she is, I tell you. <laughs> Just ask her kids. Actually, you've got the teenage daughter who's going to be the next rock star. Is that right? Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> where Karen Gunga, Gunga Ashworth is in the studio with me. And we're going to talk about her book because she's written an amazing book called Singing the Silver Circle, which is, it's a story, isn't it? It's like a, a journey. Yes, absolutely. And, and it starts with, you know, an everyday woman who's, you know, working full time, has, you know, has children, has a home to and a, and a marriage and all of that sort of stuff going on. And she starts having these really bizarre experiences where she's drawn into this other world. And the two things that are in common are this sound, it's sort of like voices singing, but they're not singing a tune or a melody. It's just kind of a sound. And this silver circle, whenever that appears, she gets drawn into these really bizarre experiences. And it's really throwing her. This is not, you know, she goes and has her eyes tested and her eat like, really, this is not who I am. And it sounds um, familiar. Yeah, it does, doesn't it? <laughs> and, you know, how many times in our lives do we find ourselves in those circumstances where th- this is not how I know myself? This is not, you know, I'm totally out of my depth. Uh. Something's thrown me. Um, Patria King talks about those, the D's that happen, the diagnoses, she the does. deaths, the divorces, you know, the all D's. of those sort of. So this is kind of a, a microcosm of those kind of big things that can happen in our lives. And so she gets thrown into this um, other world, really, where she is expected to sing this silver circle and she doesn't even believe she can sing. Uh-huh. And that's the journey of so many people that, that I work with is, you know, I, I, I can't sing. No, you don't want to be around me when I'm singing because yeah. the sound I make is going to hurt your ears. That's right. And so the journey that she goes on to be able to release the things that are holding her back, to actually find her voice and express it and for it to be an expression of her uniqueness and what then comes is like her soul song. This yeah. song in the in the book, it's called Nergan, which means uh, literally power song. 
And it's just when her power comes through her and is expressed through her, this is, you know, the result of it. So it's a journey to that describes what I've experienced watching myself and so many of my clients have the experience of finding their voice and what it makes available to them. Yeah, absolutely. And you're right. Like you say to somebody, can you sing? And they say, oh, you wouldn't want to hear me sing. I'd hurt your ears. And they've got this really negative idea about their own voice. And yet, you know, we talk every day. Mm. So it's just mm. an extension of that it's just you talking in tune <laughs> talking in tune I like that <laughs> it's not that hard but finding your voice finding your voice yeah absolutely yeah it's a journey it's mm, definitely mm. a journey and uh, for some it just comes so naturally when you see those really amazing well actually for you it comes so naturally because when we used to sing together you know be a group of us and all of us were sort of novices none of us were very good actually you were running singing groups up in the northern beaches yeah. and uh yeah, I still do. And, and i found you through that and uh big choirs and then we got together as a smaller group and none of us were that confident and every time you opened your mouth it seemed so effortless it just like flew out like so effortlessly so some do have that effortlessness yeah yeah I think so and and that can come mm-hmm. with there's a number of factors in there some I've already mentioned like having that sense of safety for that vulnerable mm-hmm. self that's being expressed but also giving yourself permission just going you know I'm just going to do this because I love it because I it makes me feel good mm. and, you know, not be concerned because it's that focus on the external uh, result of your, of your singing that creates the problem. It pulls you out of yourself and we're out there living in this worry of what other people are going to think and if they're going to criticise or judge or whatever. When we can come back to ourselves and feel the vibration of it and just enjoy that, mm. that just makes it so much more available to us. Mm. And for me really the other aspect of it, and I hate the word practice and I hated it when I was studying at the conservatorium, and I hate it when and I was learning piano, but it's really about wearing the pathway. So my voice has moved over those pathways for so long. I know it's going to go where I ask it to. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. and so that's where we get to with using your voice a lot. It wears that pathway. It's like the brain. The yeah. brain reverts Neural to the pathway. most, most mm. well-worn pathway. Mm-hmm. So does the voice. Voices mm. are comfortable when they know where they're going mm. and when they're relaxed. Mm. Getting there is the stuff that I work with because that's the journey. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Would it be great to sort of surprise someone that you love, like a family member or something, like learn to sing and then sing them a song? That would be such a gift. I know. I have people that come that I've got this gorgeous 83-year-old client, lovely man, and he wants to sing for his wife for their 65th wedding anniversary. And, and and my husband said, I'm so glad that he's 83 because the way that you talk about him, I'd be really worried. <laughs> <laughs> oh, because you're in love with him. Yeah, I know. He's so sweet. Look, you know, one of the epiphanies, I was thinking about why people are shy on stage because I was desperately shy as a young girl and mm. some, you know, psychics used to come up to me and say, you're going to be in front of thousands of people. And I'm like, no, no way, way, never, never. No, never, never. I am not a put me in front of the camera person. In fact, that's why I'm on radio because I actually hate being in front of the camera. But I I realised that that so there was a bigger mission for me than meets the eyes. So maybe I needed to get over it, like get over yourself. I remember watching (laughs) Celine Dion on stage once and having an epiphany about all that. And she was singing to 
thousands, like this massive stage and watching her vibration. And it wasn't about look at me. It was about what can I give you? Because she oh. knew that she was an incredible singer, like mm. maybe not the best songwriter because she didn't write any songs, but just the most amazing singer. She could sing anything. But the energy in her was all about giving and none of it was about look at me, even though she was standing on a stage. So I just, I thought, oh, I get it. Mm. You know, it's all about giving. It's all about I'm giving you this gift that I have. I have this gift. It's called my voice. And I'm giving it to you, 100,000 people in front of me. <laughs> Absolutely. And then then it's a service. Then it's not it's a service. I'm, you know, look at me. Like you said, I'm me. special. Mm-hmm. I have a special gift. It's not about that. It's actually I have this for a reason and it's coming through me so that you can get some benefit from that, that mm-hmm. it can serve you in some way or just make you feel safe or comfortable or happy or joyful or relaxed for a moment in time. Yeah, exactly. Oh, too beautiful. God, what is going on? I've got the dog here making them in the studio. (laughs) I've got Gunga Ashworth in the studio with me, the most beautiful voice empowerment coach and singer. And I'm going to get you to sing in a minute, but I'll play another song and come back and have a bit more of a chat to the luminary goddess singer Gunga Ashworth. Gorgeous goddess singing goddess Gunga Ashworth in the studio with me. We've been talking to Gunga all about singing and using your voice as a form of transformation and empowerment. It's so vulnerable to stand in front of people and sing. Gunga and I go way back. I was just saying that uh, last time I saw you, you've got the teenage now, the teenage daughter used to be the toddler in the pram at um, in Woolworths, now out there wants to be the rock star. Yeah. Was it the Steadford? Well, not the Steadford, the, what do you call the school put on? the Talent music, Quest. The yeah. Talent Night. Mm. Yeah, I went down to see my niece who was in it. What was the name of the show that they put on? The Boy From Oz. The Boy From Oz. It was fantastic. Mm. School kids, they were amazing. They were absolutely, the guy who played the Peter Allen character was fantastic. Wasn't yeah, he? There's, yeah, Jacob Skouros, his name is. Yeah. And fantastic talent in, you know, in our young people. It's just they stand on our shoulders. Uh-huh. You know, and that's certainly the case for my daughter. She's been around singing all her life, including in the womb, and was born to singing. I was sounding was. as my pain relief as when she was born <laughs> and, and when my son was born also. And um, now she she's a, at age 15 has writing her own songs and performing them and, and won the school talent quest. Oh, that's the, right. She won with the an original quest. song, yeah. 
There you go. Not anything I had when I was her age, I can tell you. Well, we'll have to get her on the show. (laughs) She'd love that. Singing her own songs. You'll have to get them recorded and send them to me. I'll play them. (laughs) Uh, That's her mission. She wants to record an EP, so that's her her goal. How old is she? She's She's 15. 15. Tiny, little baby. But anyway, I had a little boy on the show once. Uh, he busks down at Manly. He's amazing. He gets mm. like he gets this huge crowd. He's got his father, who has a restaurant, came in with him and said, "I don't have time to run the restaurant because it's a full time job being his manager." Oh wow, that's great. Yeah, that's a career. he's named Ty. Amazing young boy, and he sang live on the show with his guitar. Amazing. He had such a young little boy's voice, but his songs were fantastic. Mm. His songs mm. were amazing. Anyway, the young talent. I'm mm. going to get you to sing now. Do you want to sing something? Oh, I always love to sing oh. something. Twist my rubber. I tell you what, you've been missing, uh, uh, Gunga's been in here uh, singing harmonies to the songs that we've been playing. I'm thinking I should turn on your mic because (laughs) the harmonies are fantastic. Well, that's where we we began, wasn't it, singing in harmony together in a circle. So So it's always been. So great. It it is. There's something really special and connecting about being in a circle together and making sound together. Mm. Yeah. So it doesn't have to be about a solo voice or even about a voice that, you know, anyone else thinks sounds good. It's actually that experience that's connecting and that's transformational in itself. But you resonate. Like even if you can't sing well by yourself, when you come with it, you just tend to resonate with the tone. You tend to blend with each other. It's just you yeah. fall into that tune you know you stay in tune like my ex-husband used to sing oh that's right he could not hold a note when he sang by himself tone deaf but he could sing beautifully when he was singing in harmony with someone yeah so it was amazing yeah it was fantastic that was where you met wasn't it uh, yes, <laughs> we did. In my singing group. Oh, no, no, no actually, no, we met, met before. Yeah, that's we right. met once. No, okay. we'd met before. Yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> so you've got the book and I've got a couple of books to give away, Singing the Silver Circle, and it's a beautiful book. When did you write it? 2012. Yep. So it's a story. Well, it was it's released 2013 story. actually. It was, oh, was the it? 2012 Impress Prize that it was shortlisted for, so mm. it was in, in development in manuscript form still then. And so you're going to sing the Silver Circle now, the Silver ah, Circle yes. Aria. The Silver Circle Aria. And this has a beautiful harp accompaniment, so you might get to hear that later in the show, but I'll just do it without because I don't have my beautiful harpist here with me, uh-huh. <laughs> Louise Bell, bless her. Ari <laughs> 
You have such a beautiful voice. It's just so crystal clear. So beautiful. Um, And I want to tell people about the workshop that you've got coming up because you've got a workshop coming up teaching all that we've talked about today, how Mm. to use your voice and learning to be at ease with your voice and learning and using it as a transformational tool. That's coming up actually on the 21st when the conference is on. So many things. Ah, 22nd, 23rd, so that whole weekend. weekend. There are like so many things I know happening on that weekend. Tell us what happens at the weekend. On Singing the, weekend. the silver, so it's, it's the silver circle journey, and it's not necessarily about singing as such. So you know, not coming along to to learn how to be be a singer. It's actually using the vibrational properties of your voice to um, notice to. Uh, reveal, I guess, and release any blockages, whatever it might be that's holding you back from having the life that you want to have from if you're at a crossroads in your life and feeling like you don't really know which way to go, how to get the clarity to be able to move forward because this throat area is about clarity Mm. and when we clear this, then the clarity comes in as well as the clarity of the expression that's Mm. available to us. Things like, um, you know, when you've got something within you that you know you want to bring forward, whether that's in your community with your family, in your work life, um, or you've got a big vision for the world, you know, and you don't know how to express that, often that's because, well, there's a lot of reasons there. There's self-doubt and all those sort of things. The bigger the the dream, the sort of more the, the negative can kind of crowd in and go, well, you better not do that. You better stay safe. So what are the things that are holding that back so that, that that's within you, that's unique to you, that the world needs so that we can move forward? Mm-hmm. What's holding that back? What's limiting that? Let's shift that. In that support that we talked about of, of being in a circle with voices either side of you, with people either side of you that that are supporting you and holding the highest intent for you being truly who you are. Mm. Well, it sounds like an amazing weekend. It's actually not in Sydney. It's in Wollongong, isn't it? Yeah, just up from Wollongong there's a beautiful, even the road up there is sort of windy and, and you come into the rainforest and it's just d- delicious. It's called Mount Kira um, mm. Scout Camp mm. and they have they use it for weddings. It's so beautiful. And there's this beautiful timber cabin with these huge high ceilings and light filled, you know, light streaming in and an adobe fireplace and then down the little pathway there's this incredible glen, they call it, the grove of trees, which is something thing that's a, a theme in in the book um, so I really wanted to find a place where we could get out and, and be in circle surrounded by nature and have that connection as well so mm. I'm so excited that we're going to be at Mount Kira. Beautiful, beautiful. Mm. Oh, and it's, it's really only 80 weekend. minutes drive from Sydney so it's a it's easily a day trip but some yeah. people have said oh, I'm, I'm going to bring my friend and we're going to have a girls night out and stay in Wollongong and exactly. you know and just make yeah. a weekend of it. One of the yeah. little B&Bs down there. Yeah, yeah. Airbnb is a great place to yeah, or, or Airbnb. check yeah, yeah, stay with someone, stay in someone's house. Exactly. Mm. I know it's a weekend, so make a weekend of it. Mm. Thank you so much, honey, for being on the show. It's been such a delight. Oh, my pleasure and privilege. Thank you for inviting <laughs> me. It's great to hang out with you and chat with you again and She's share been... what I'm so passionate about. Oh, I know. You've come all the way from the uh, Southern Highlands to be with us today. And if you want to find out more about Ganga, your website is www.singingtheself.com. Singingtheself.com. So mm. you could also Google Ganga. Ganga. Ganga is actually the name of the sacred river in India. Was there any reason that you called yourself Ganga? I was given that name in the ah, yoga tradition and it felt like a very flowing, watery thing to live into yeah. and that sacred intention of the river, which is purification. Yeah. And that's something that, you know, I'm all about is that shifting what's in the way. So it felt like a great name to... And I just love how it sounds. When I say Ganga or other people say it, I feel it in my heart. Uh-huh. 
It's like Karen, that R sound yeah. is just divine. It connects us to the divine. Because we have the same name, Karen, but Cara, I'm a Karen, you're a Karen. Well, we used to have the same name Not now. common, just popular. Yeah. I know. <laughs> Look, I think Karens, I know many of them and I think they're amazing people. They're beautiful people. They're just, they're the, they're the helpers of the world, the Karens. Oh, yeah. yeah, they are. They're the healers, they're helpers. I know many of them. I was at school with five. It's, it's a good name, Karen, as well. So it's Gunga Ashworth, so singingtheself.com. Yeah, and there's a special, because last night was a blue moon, have a oh, special no, once in a blue moon, um, two for one offer. So two people can come to the workshop Treat. for the price of one. Mm. So that's on my website at uh, singingtheself.com um, forward slash two two-for-one offer. Yeah, fantastic. Thanks, honey. Thanks for joining me for another three hours accentuating the positive. Remember to go to karenswain.com if you'd like to book a session and speak with Blissful Beings, my guides, or to hear other fascinating spiritual thought leaders and enlightened conversations on ATP Radio. Go to our Facebook page, Accentuate the Positive Radio with Karen Swain. We'll see you next week. Bye for now. Sail away Only cause I got this much